Good morning, PT. I'm so excited to be here this morning. God is just an amazing God, and we bless him in this place. Amen. He is worthy to be praised. We thank God. We thank him. We thank him for his goodness. We thank him for his grace. We thank him that there is no other God but our God, our Savior, our King of kings and Lord of lords. I am honored and blessed to be here this morning. So excited that I'm here to partake with you in the word of the Lord this morning. And I know that God has something new that he wants to do, something new that he wants to say to each and every one of us. And what he whispered to me is that he wants us to remember him. He wants us to know who he is and to come back to the garden. Come back to our first love. Remember our first love. Remember the joy of salvation. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Before we do anything, I just want to start off with um, saying hello to the children. And I know it's our custom that we always give you a question that you're able to answer. And so the question that has to do with Brother Emmy sermon, which was titled Above and Beyond the Call, the question that you're going to answer, I'm going to read it, but I will need you to send the answer to families at ptspice.org. Ready? Y'all ready? Set? Okay, go. The question is, what were the four areas that he discussed God is calling us to? What are the four areas that he discussed God is calling us to? So send your responses to family at ptspice.org. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I don't know about you, but my worship is just running over. It's running over. It's running over this morning. I know the Lord also put in my heart that he wants us to fear his presence. He wants us to learn what it means to have reverence for the presence of the living God. I'm just going to sing this real quick before I start. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Holy yes. Holy are you, Lord God Almighty? Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. You are holy. with me you are 
remembering God this morning. Holy are you, Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Say, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Say, righteous is the Lamb. Righteous is the Lamb. Say, Savior is the Lamb. Savior is the Lamb. Redeemer is the Lamb. Redeemer is the Lamb. Say, healing is the Lamb. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. The reason why I sang that song is because what we need to remember is that holy is God. We need to remember that our God is a healer. This is not going to be just an ordinary sermon. What I feel in my spirit is that God is asking, he's desiring to release the spirit of remembrance of his presence in your household. That you can remember the good old days where you just, just chuck it up with God and used to laugh and just think about how awesome and how great his presence is. COVID-19 and 2020 has robbed us from remembering the goodness of God. But I'm here this morning to remind you that though sometimes you may have forgotten how good God is, he has not forgotten about you. God is here and he loves you. God is here and he sees you and he knows you by name. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we serve the undefeated champion. God is saying to forget the former things of old. That's why the Lord is saying, remember your God. Forget the things that happened in the past. I know it's hard, and I know some of us have been traumatized this year, and I'm not talking at you. I'm speaking with you because I've gone through some things this year too, and God is saying, remember me. Could you just say, God, I'll remember you. By your act of faith this morning, just say, God, I'll remember you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Not the things that could have been done in 2020. Not the things that I wish I should have done in 2020. But I'm just going to remember God for his goodness. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The reading of the Lord is going to be in Psalms 124 this morning. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Over 2,000 years ago, our help came to this earth, amen, wrapped in clothing as a child. And they called him the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. He is our help in this season. Amen. I know a lot of pastors say around the Christmas time that Jesus is the reason for the season, but he's the reason why you're living and you're breathing as well. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't know that was going to rhyme. We bless God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Psalms 124. The Lord, the word of the Lord says, if it had not been for the Lord on my side. Let Israel say now, if it had not been for the Lord on my side when people rose up against us, 
then they would have swallowed us up alive. When their anger was kindled against us, when the flood would have swept us away, the torrent would have gone over us. Then over us would have gone the raging waters. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord this morning who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the snare of the followers' nest. And the snare is broken. And we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Bless the word of the Lord unto us this morning. Amen. David is the one that wrote this word, and it's called a song of ascents. And it means a song that has come up. When you look over your life in 2020 and you think about all the things that you have gone through, what type of song would you sing? What type of words are going to come out of your mouth? Is it going to be a song of praise or a song of complaint? This is a song that came out of the song of, of the heart of David. And he literally wrote these psalms in the midst of adversity, in the midst of running away from Saul, in the midst of running away from the Philistines, in the midst of your depression, in the midst of your discouragement, in the midst of you trying to figure out what you're going to do, what type of song is going to rise in your heart. David was remembering the Lord, his God. And the reason why it's called the Lord, your God, is because he belongs to you. He belongs to you and he has sealed you with the power of his Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. David was recounting the goodness of God. And that the same God that did it before would be able to do it again. David didn't allow his heart to be silent. He didn't allow anger or bitterness or ungratefulness come from his heart. But he was encouraging the people of Israel. He was saying, speak up and declare what God has done. Notice how he wrote this song. And years later, the people of Israel are reading it. They weren't even there when he was writing the song, but yet it edified them. That's why our testimony edifies other people. That's why we got to share what God has done in our lives over 2020, because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. When you share what God has done in your life, other people are able to overcome without you even knowing it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. This morning, I would challenge us to stop thinking about what we don't have. And start turning our eyes to the Lord and remembering what God has done. Changing our perception and looking at the things that you have gained. Because this year, some of you have become stronger. This year, some of you have become wiser. Amen. We thank you, Lord Jesus. God wants us to go into 2020 with a mindset that we are winners, and that we are undefeated. The first point this morning is remember the goodness and the faithfulness of your God. David says two times, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I want you to think about it and imagine if it had not been for God on your side, during 2020, 
where would you be? I don't know about you, but I would have lost my mind a long time ago. Lost in despair, full of grief. If you could just think about the spirit of grief that was roaming around in 2020, we could have gotten lost in that if it had not been for the Lord on our side. If it had not been for the Lord on our side when people attacked us, when COVID-19 came, when I lost my business, this might be your testimony, when I lost the child that I was carrying in my womb. Do you know how many people had miscarriages this year? Ooh, on top of COVID-19, on top of everything that they have been through, if it had not been for the Lord on their side, when people left them and walked away from them, when they lost their marriage and lost their jobs, when their mother died or their loved ones passed away this year from COVID-19 or something else, when they were diagnosed with cancer or some other disease as Alzheimer's, they couldn't have children or their children left the house. They couldn't find a job or pay the bills. They were in a car accident if it had not been for the Lord on their side. Remember Don't remember the depression. Don't remember the pain, but remember the one that was with you as you were crying and was saying, it's going to be okay, my daughter, my son. Remember. Whew, I feel this charge this morning to remember God. Because what the enemy wants to do is he wants you to think about him every day and how he's been wreaking havoc, how he's been stealing things from you. But God has said, turn your eyes. Turn your eyes away from the devil and turn your eyes to where your help is because your help comes from the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, sister. Thank you, Lord. You know I'm always crying when I'm preaching. We thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. If it had not been for the Lord on our side when people attacked us, and they would have swallowed us up alive. Who is your they this morning? What are the things, the temptations, the sins, the headaches, the people that have come to try to swallow you up? The thing that the Lord placed on my heart was that when something is swallowed up alive, it still has life in them. It still has vision in them. It still has dreams in them. And what the devil tried to do this year is that he tried to swallow you up alive. He tried to take away what God has placed inside of you. He tried to distract you with certain things, but God is saying there's still life inside of you. Oh, we thank you for your presence this morning, oh God. The enemy wants you to think about your trauma. He wants you to think about the things he, that God has not done. What he also wants you to do is to die in your frustrations, to die to the things that have been burdening you. But I'm here to tell you this morning that God will not allow it to happen. And I'm just going to keep saying it over and over and over again until it resonates in your spirit, in the core of your being. Remember the Lord your God. Whew. When we remember God, we are building him up as our champion. We're saying, I don't care what comes my way. 
I'm going to count it all joy. Do you think that Paul literally could have been sane in prison if he had not remembered the goodness of God? Whew. Thank you, Jesus. I'm thinking about Stephen. And as he was being stoned, and he looked up and he said, God, forgive them because they do not know what they are doing. He remembered what Jesus did on the cross that he could forgive those that were killing him right there and then. In what situations do you need to remember God when you go to work? In what situations do you need to remember God when you're by yourself in your bedroom? That you need to turn your eyes to the Lord and remember that he is not far from you, but he's right by your side. Thank you, Lord. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, when their anger flared against us, when the flood came to engulf us, the torrent would have swept under us and the raging waters would have swept us away. What David is talking about right here when I did some research is 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 19. When the Philistines were coming and they were coming to attack him, David said, let me inquire of the Lord and said, shall I go up against these Philistines, this army? One thing that it brings to my mind is that a lot of battles we are fighting without inquiring of God. There are some things in 2020 that you began to fight and God said it wasn't your battle to fight. And God is saying that before we go forth in any sort of warfare, ask for wisdom. Because you're already on the winning side. You're not fighting from a place of defense, but you're fighting from the place of offense. Thank you, Jesus. And then David said, will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines or the Philistines into your hand. Second Samuel chapter 5, verse 20 says, so David went out to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there, as God has said, because God is not a man that he shall lie. Amen. When God speaks, he does it. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of that place, Baal Perazim. When the Philistines came in as a raging water, the Lord broke through and devoured his enemies. When the enemy comes against you like a flood, the Lord comes in and devours your enemy. Whew. What comes to my mind right now is when you're sleeping late at night and you're feeling discouraged in your spirit and you've cried all night long, but then you wake up and you're strengthened. Whew. It's because the Lord, the God I'll break through, was fighting your every battle as you were sleeping. Remember the Lord your God. Thank you, God. 
I know for me this year, especially in the beginning of COVID, there was so much turmoil in my soul. And I said, God, why am I going through all of this? Who just struggling with depression <laughs> and struggling with certain things. And then, thank you, Lord. I shared it with my brother and my brother prayed for me. And I woke up the next morning encouraged in my soul. Don't know who is praying for you, for you to break through. Remember the Lord your God. When you're sleeping, there are people in Australia and China praying for you. God has not forgotten you, but there is a host of people that are just interceding on your behalf so that you can make it through. Remember the Lord your God. Another part of this passage which I appreciate is when you think about the raging waters and the storms. When I was reading, it said that it was David was remembering how God delivered the people of Israel from the Red Sea, from the Egyptians, and then parted the Red Sea. So imagine them seeing water just lifting up, and they're walking through on dry ground, and nothing was coming to destroy them. And David was like the same I am that I am that did it in Exodus chapter 14. Now, he probably didn't know that it was Exodus chapter 14 then. But the same God that did it for them is able to do it for me while he was in the midst of it. That's what I'm saying. God wants us to remember him while we're in the midst of our storms because we serve a God that's able to speak to storms and they have to be still. And not just God is able to speak to it, but you have the authority to silence the waves and the winds that come your way and say, be still before the almighty God. Because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Remember the Lord your God. I feel strongly this morning that God is saying strength is arising in your house. Strength is arising in your spirit. Strength is arising in your mind. Strength is arising in your bones. No more tired prayers. No more tired worship. Whew. When they say the devil, I, I had this encounter this week when I got up and my feet hit the floor. And I remember there was a pastor that was saying every time, and then one of my friends said, Lorene, the reason why the devil keeps coming after you is that every time you decide to get up out of your bed and your feet hit the ground, he begins to run. If we understood the authority that we had, that every time we get up, Demons have to flee. They can try to torment you as you sleep. But the moment you get up, the devil is a coward and he has to run. Remember the Lord, your God. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 6. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us been torn by their teeth. So many situations have come to bite us and to grip us. Can you imagine? Uh, thank you, Father. Paul said, 
that even if we drink deadly poison, it would not harm us. And then there was a, a story in the book of Acts where Paul got bit by a serpent, but the poison couldn't do anything to him. I'm here to tell you this morning that the poison that the enemy tried to put inside of your veins and your mind and trying to cloud your discernment to make you have deception, it's not going to work. The devil is all bark, but he's no bite. The Bible says that he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking who he's going to destroy. He is roaring, but he doesn't have permission to touch you because the Bible says in the book of Luke that God has given you authority to trample over snakes and scorpions to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall harm you. Yes. He may have tried to bite you, but he wasn't able to pierce through your flesh. Do you know why? Because over 2,000 years ago, there was already one that was pierced. Only one is going to bleed. And it shall not be you. Every time you feel like you're going to cave underneath the pressure, I know I'm talking to somebody right now that feels really discouraged and really depressed. Every time you feel like you're going to be caved underneath the pressure. Thank you. Yes. Remember what God has done. Jesus, one thing that the Lord shared with me this week and had me remember was that he wore the crown of thorns and was pierced on his head to be your prince of peace. Remember the Lord your God. Anytime you have pain in your body, remember that he was pierced. And remember that he was beaten because by his stripes you are healed. So many things we could avoid in our lives if we just remembered what Jesus already did for us. If we just put it into our memory that he did it so I don't have to go through it. He took it so that I could be set free. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Point number two, remember where your God has taken you from. When we remember where God has taken us out of, we will know and be assured and our hope will rise in our hearts and our faith will be strengthened that he is able to do it again and even greater. David says that we escaped like a bird from the fowler's nest. Can you imagine a bird just getting trapped by his enemy and then escaping and being able to flap his wings and flying. Even in the midst of your injuries, you're going to excel. Even in the midst of the things that have come to you, you're going to continue to rise in the spirit. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. God has saved us from every trap of the enemy this year. Every trap to keep you from your purpose. Every trap 
to bring you down. It was as if the enemy was trying to smell your scent of weakness this year because he knew there were so many things that were happening that if I could just get them distracted and if I could just play, play, play upon their weaknesses, I could finally get them to where I want them to be. But he forgot Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Ha, it doesn't say for Satan knows the plans. He can have whatever plans he wants. But the snare will always be broken because God has a plan for you to prosper you and not to harm you. Brother Emmy was talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that went into the fire not to harm you because who met them in the fire? Ha. To give us a testimony and allowing us to know the same God that met them is the same God that's able to meet me. And God is going to give you a hope and a future. No more being ensnared in fear and anxiety. No more being ensnared in being terrified and not being able to push forth in what God is calling you to do because God is saying that I am your way of escape. Stop trying to do it by yourself. The Lord is saying a lot of marriages are failing around the world is because people are trying to do it by themselves. They're trying to figure out what went wrong by themselves. But if we took on the mindset of David and we inquired of the Lord, he would show us the enemy that is at work because your spouse is not the enemy. <laughs> your spouse is not the enemy, even though they get on your nerves. They are not the enemy. It's the enemy that hates marriage and he hates covenant. And what else the devil hates is he hates our covenant with God and our relationship with God. So he's going to try everything to try to separate you from God. He's going to even try to make you think that your God is bad, that your God doesn't see you, that your God doesn't love you. Those are all lies from the pit of hell. Your God loves you, he sees you, and he wants you, and he desperately desires to have a relationship with you. Thank you. If he didn't, why would he send his son? Can you imagine the beloved of heaven coming down for our sins? While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you, Lord God. We thank God that he's removing every trap of the enemy. And he's saying that I want you to escape because you're going to be the first in your family. I prophesy this this morning. You're going to be the first in your family to excel. The reason why you need to escape is not just for you, but it's for the generations that are going to come after you. It's for the people that are waiting for you. The first millionaire, the first businessman or woman, the first person to get married or have children, you will be the first to fulfill every purpose that God has for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. And we thank God that even during the times we were discouraged, we've never prayed as we prayed before. PT now has, I was thinking about it, I was like, on Tuesdays, we have three times of prayer. And for some of us, that's the most we ever prayed in our lives. 
This is the most we ever fasted in our lives. This is the most we ever even read the word. Do you know the Bible? People were looking for the Bible during 2020. They couldn't even find a copy on the shelves because people were looking for answers. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. People were looking for him. And the reason why we were praying and seeking God, because we know that it says in his word, I believe 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. We were remembering this is what they did back then. So this is what we need to do now. Amen. We're remembering the Lord our God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 8 says, our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who doesn't see how we see, the one who holds all time in his hand. He is not worried about your life because he already authored it. He originated it. Go back to your God and say, God, I don't understand so that you can get the perception that God has. A lot of us think that we're out of place and God is saying, you're exactly where I need you to be. My time is not your time. Be edified in that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Charles Spurgeon says, did God create all that we can see? And can he not preserve us from the evils we cannot see? God is strong and he's mighty. And the same God that helped you through 2020 is the same God that's going to help you through 2021. Amen. Sister Deborah on the prayer line, midnight prayer for all those who attend midnight prayer. Come on, I'm going to tell them right now, Lady Carmen. For all those who attend midnight prayer, what she said is that God gave her a revelation and she also heard it from someone else as well. And the Lord was just connecting the pieces to her is that 2021 is 2020, W-O-N. 2021. I want you, I know that was good. I know y'all felt that. It's okay to clap and praise the Lord on that one. And I want y'all to tell you that 2021 is my year to win. Tell yourself that. Say 2021 is my year to win. And what I love is that it's not just 2020 win. It's 2021. That means before you even get into the year, you're already victorious. No matter what comes your way, you're already victorious. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 126, and I'm almost done. In the next four minutes, that's what all preachers say. But for real, I'm almost done. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 126, verse 1. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Huh. The things that God is going to do for you this year, it's going to blow your mind. Exceedingly abundantly. Notice how I didn't say 2021. I said this year. This year is not done. Just because everybody else is done with this year, like, oh, 2021 is about to be my year. 2020 is still going to be my year. 
in Jesus' name because God is still alive. He's not dead. And because he took me from January 1st to right now, December 13th, I know he's going to take me through the year in victory. Amen? Thank you, Lord. We're like those who dream. God is saying all your dreams and visions are about to become reality. The things that you have waited for, the things that you have been expectantly waiting for in anticipation, God is releasing these treasures to his children. Thank you, Lord God. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. God is restoring your laughter. Inexpressible joy. In the midst of your situation, you will laugh. The Bible says in Psalms 37 that the Lord laughs at the wicked because their day is coming. God is saying, I want you to laugh at the enemy when he comes to you. A big belly laugh at the enemy. Even if you don't feel like it, laugh in his face because he is defeated and his day is coming. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. As we remember the Lord, our God, we have to remember to testify about his goodness to other people. Don't hold your testimonies to yourself, but share it with other people. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the streams and the jeb. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. Those who sowed in tears shall reap of harvest of peace. And I don't know about you, but I cried a lot of tears this year. And not just this year, but in the past years as well. And God is promising us that he collects our tears. And that your peace is coming. Not one tear you cried fell in vain. But God was there just wiping them and saying, daughter, son, I got you. It's coming. Thank you, Lord. And he who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy and bringing his sheaves with him. Point number three, remember your God is a restorer and a repairer of the breach. This is my last point. So what the enemy tried to do is he tried to sneak attack and attack you and your family and your children and things closest to you. So when you were just hanging out in the Lord and you were chilling and your prayer life was accelerating, your family member got sick. Your prayer life was accelerating. The enemy came and tried to taunt you on your job through a, an employee. Your prayer life was accelerating. Then you started feeling pain in your body. But God is saying that he is a restorer and a repairer of the breach. So breach means breakthrough. He's a repairer of the things that the enemy try to come in and break through into your life. Ha. The same word parets in Hebrew, which means breakthrough, is the same word that we see in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 20, saying that the Lord is the God of the breakthrough. 
So anytime the devil tries to come and break through in your life, God is saying, I'm going to stop him down because I am the God of the breakthrough. And the only one that's breaking through is my presence. Whoo! Remember, the Lord your God is the mighty God. Almighty God. Last thing that I'm going to say and then I'm going to pray. The word of the Lord says that he goes out weeping, mourning. A lot of us this year went out mourning, not even knowing how this year was going to end, how we were going to pay bills, how God was going to repair our marriage, how God was going to save my children. Was I going to get sick from COVID-19? Was my family going to get sick? Was my family members going to get killed by the police because of their color? Out mourning and weeping, but bearing seed for sowing. An expectation had something in my hand. Even if I didn't know if God was going to show up, I still had a praise on the inside of me. Oh, I don't know if y'all hear me. There were some times that we would doubt what God was going to do. But the Holy Spirit inside of us was like, nope. I still need you to carry a seed with you. Ha. Huh. There were times that you may not even know if you were able to pay your bills and you're weeping on the inside. But there was a homeless family or a family that you knew that was in need. And you carried a seed and gave it to them, not even knowing how you were going to eat. And God says those things he does not forget. Carrying seed. Don't ever allow the enemy to keep you from carrying seed. To steal away what God has planted inside of you. Huh. And for those that feel like you're frustrated and you're disappointed and you're lost in depression and you don't know how you're going to make it through. God is saying you still have something to give. You still have life inside of you. Stop depending on yourself and start depending on God. And then lastly, it says, doubtlessly, they come home with shouts of joy and bring sheaves with them. They collected along the way. They seen how God moved along the way. I want everybody to just stand with me and just close your eyes. And just begin to remember what God has done for you along the way. He says that he collected sheaves and brought them along the way. We thank you, Lord God, that you are not allowing us to leave 2020 empty-handed. Ha. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are our abundance and we are going to remember you, Lord. Father, we thank you for those who do not know you this morning that have just heard about the name of Jesus for the first time. You're saying, come home. It's okay. I know that you're weeping. I know that you're tired. Come home. All you have to do is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead and you shall be saved.
That's all it takes is Jesus, I believe in you. Father, we thank you that your spirit of remembrance is hitting every home right now, God. That we will remember that you're a healer. We will remember that you are a prince of peace. We will remember that you are the king of glory. That no matter what we go through, even the lies that the enemy is trying to speak in our minds now, that you cannot fix it. That we will remember the same God that did it before is able to do it again. That you are not a man that you shall lie, nor the son of man that you shall repent. When you speak, you act. Father, we will not die to our frustrations, but we will stand in the salvation and the deliverance of the Lord and remember that our hope is not on this earth, but our help and our hope comes from the Lord. This week of Advent, we are celebrating love. And I want you to remember God's love. Remember how his love has carried you in the past and how his love is going to carry you into the hopeful future he has for you. May God's peace reside with each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Laureen, for the word of the Lord this morning. And um, the Lord's been speaking to us through this Advent season. Talked about bees and the salvation of God. Talking about the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. And then, of course, last week, above and beyond the call that God is asking us in the midst of all the attacks on our mind and on our bodies. This has been probably the toughest year for many of us. And yet God is saying, no, I want you to go above and beyond. And you may say, well, how can I do that? And this was, this was really a prophetic word, a prophetic word in the sense that God was speaking to your situation and that is the only way you can go above and beyond is to remember your God. Remember what he has done. Remember how he's brought you through and how he is taking you through even now. It's still the year to believe. Any believers out there? It's still the year to believe. It's not over. I like what uh, Lauren said. It's not over. Tell somebody next to you, my year is not over. Amen, amen, amen. My year is not over. I want you to put out your hands right now. And as we give you the closing blessing, I want us to continue to take the posture whenever we're at the prayers, the morning prayer, social justice prayer, the midnight prayer, Sunday morning. Our question needs to always be, God, what are you saying to me? Not, watch this, not what do I want to hear. What are you saying to me? Because God is speaking. God is speaking. And today he's saying, remember what I've done. Remember your God. Remember your God. Because 2020, I've already won. Amen. So let me bless you, those of you who are new to our church. You are this channel. You 
want to let you know that we don't say a closing prayer. We give a closing blessing. And if you need further prayer, remember, we have a prayer room right after, immediately after this service. So put out your hands for the blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May he look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face shine, grin, and beam, and show his pleasure on you. May the Lord be gracious, kind-hearted, pleasant, and compassionate to you. During this week of where we celebrate love and Advent, let the Lord give you his favor that will promote you, appreciate you, support you, side with you as you side with him. And finally, may the Lord give you his shalom, his peace, his rest, his harmony, his calmness, his composure. He's going to help you keep it together, his prosperity, his success. And may the Lord remove anything that causes agitation or discord of his divine purpose and destiny for your life because he knows the plans that he has for you. I bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And everybody say, I receive that blessing. God bless you. Have a wonderful week, wonderful day, and see you next Sunday. God bless you. Thank you.